And welcome to Talking Sports with TK. I am Tommy Chrysan. Glad to be here. Glad to have you there. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Please share it with all of your friends. This episode, Sports Takes by Trey Blossman. We're going to get into some LSU football, some SEC officiating, the World Series, the NFL, and much more. Sports Takes today is brought to you by the 13th Gate. Louisiana's ultimate haunted house in Baton Rouge. Visit 13thgate.com for tickets and information. Halloween's this Saturday. 13th Gate will be open on selected nights through November 13th. Presented by Jerry Lane Enterprises in Baton Rouge. 13thgate.com. Hey, we're going to talk some LSU football. Starting quarterback? There's no controversy. We'll get into that much, much more at a World Series, as I mentioned. Hey, please connect with me on social media. I'm happy to do that. Tommy Chrysan, K-R-Y-S-A-N, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Don't forget, we got an LSU football update that comes to you each and every Wednesday, brought to you by Tremonti's Meat and Seafood in Baton Rouge. We got picks on Thursdays and Fridays with Trey Blossman and myself and Anthony Gallo, the Coonass and the Redneck. Let's listen to a quick message from our host, Anchor, then we'll be back with Trey Blossman, with some sports takes on a Monday afternoon. Stay tuned. You're listening to Talking Sports with TK. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We continue with talking sports with TK. I'm Tommy Chrysan. As I mentioned, this episode, Sports Takes with Trey Blossman. We got several topics we're going to kick around. Hopefully, you'll share this podcast with all of your friends. Trey Blossman, good afternoon. How are you today, sir? Doing good, Tommy. Thank you. Hey, I want to start off with LSU football, the big win over South Carolina in Tiger Stadium this past Saturday night. I don't know if a lot of people saw that one coming. I didn't pick that game. Uh, because I, I wasn't so sure about it. I couldn't get a good feel uh, in my picks. But uh, T.J. Finley, that was the story of the game, among other things, but certainly a true freshman. I mean, last year, T.J. Finley was playing football against Covington High and, and Hammond High and, and people like that. Now he's out there in the SEC as a true freshman, and what an impressive performance on the field. And I would like to add his postgame interview was also quite impressive. Yeah, Tommy, obviously a great start for Finley. Uh, I, I wasn't totally surprised. I expected that he would be ready to play. Look, this is a big-time kid who put up big numbers in high school. He's lost about 30 pounds. He looks really good. I, I watched his career on Friday nights on Friday night football over the years. I first saw him as a sophomore, and he caught my attention. I said, man, that kid's good. And then before long, it became known that LSU was looking at him. And of course he was a early commitment. He looks good physically just standing there. He looks the part in action. He looked really good. And I was real happy to see that, uh, you know, LSU hasn't had a great track record for developing quarterbacks. We really haven't brought one in developing and won consistently with him in some time. Uh, I think, the future holds well or bodes well for us there. But Tommy, uh, 
calls for him as the starting quarterback for LSU moving forward at this point based on what he did in one game with a simplified game plan and a healthier and better offensive line are just ridiculous at this point. He made some great plays, including a great touchdown-saving tackle on the one interception that he did through throw, but uh, there's no reason at all to be clamoring for this kid to be LSU's starting quarterback moving forward. Well, and several other things have to be pointed out. Yes, Finley was impressive. He did a fine job. He did better than I thought he would do. But you referenced the offensive line. They didn't allow a sack. And then they powered a running game with Ty Davis-Price and John Emery Jr. They ran for at least 40 times. They ran the football. You had a special teams touchdown with Trey Palmer, who, by the way, is SEC special teams player of the week. 93-yard kickoff return. First kickoff return for a touchdown in Tiger Stadium since Eric Martin did it in 1981. That's a long time ago. Also, you got to point out there was a, a, a pick six by Elijah Ricks and Coach Orgeron was asked today about him shooting the deuces, holding up the two fingers at the five-yard line. Orgeron said he will never do that again. Don't worry. He was, uh, <laughs> Orgeron was not happy about that. That could have been a penalty, obviously. So you throw in them other things and that helped Finley had the great job. And I'm not trying to take away from Finley, but it's a team sport, okay? Joe Burrow couldn't have done it with the other people that he had around him. Finley, you know, somebody told me, you know, he wasn't that great at Punch Tula. I said, well, he didn't have Terrence Marshall and Eric Gilbert and John Emery Jr. He didn't have all those guys. Cam Wire stepped in at left tackle and did a great job. Freshman from East Ascension down in, in Gonzales. So, I mean, there a lot of factors there, but I agree with you. Miles Brennan, this was the, the, the stupidity of the announcers, Bob Wickhausen and Dan Orlovsky. They're bragging about Brennan and his, his tremendous numbers and accomplishments in the record book in his first three games, albeit one and two in them three games. And then the next breath, they're saying Finley should be the starter. Miles Brennan is the starting quarterback for LSU. Coach Orgeron made that clear Monday in his presser, which I listened to and you saw part of it, that if he's 100% healthy, He's the guy, and he would play this coming week in the game at Auburn. If not, obviously they have confidence in Finley. Uh, so I think if you're an LSU fan and you think Finley should start over Brennan if Brennan's healthy, then I don't think you're an LSU fan. And if you don't like me saying that, oh, well, get, get over it. And here's the other thing, and then I'm going to let you comment, Trey. Last Thursday, I listened to Coach Orgeron's presser when he made the announcement that T.J. Finley would start. He went on and on about how close it was between Finley and Johnson. It was like a coin flip. You know, he just couldn't decide, blah, blah, blah. Then Finley did a little better on third down situations in practice, and he went with Finley. If that's accurate, that's really saying that Max Johnson's pretty damn good, too. Because if it was that close, and then we see what Finley did, again, accented by the offensive line, the running game, you had a special teams touchdown. You had a pick six. That all factors in there. South Carolina missed three field goals. I mean, a lot of the stars lined up. Okay. But I think if healthy, Miles Brennan's your quarterback. You got to go with him. Yeah, absolutely, Tommy. No, no doubt about that. I was shocked when I was listening to the broadcast. Not just surprised. I was shocked at the incredible commentary that I was hearing. Look, these guys would not only have Brennan transferring, they would have Johnson transferring, and we would be left with one true freshman quarterback. I, I, I 
I don't even know what else to say about it, Tommy, but I will say on, with respect to not being fans, as I always and repeatedly say, LSU has some great football fans, but they have some really bad ones too. If you're clamoring for TJ Finley to replace Miles Brennan at this point as LSU's starting quarterback, you're a really bad fan if you're a fan at all. It would be suicide for the program to take a kid like Brennan, a very highly sought-of recruit. He came in, they said, you're too skinny. So he waited three years, put on 30 pounds, put up with LSU bringing in a transfer quarterback. That transfer happened to lead us to a national championship. Brandon has done everything you want a kid in your program to do, including had a record-setting first three games as LSU's starting quarterback. Okay? If you think that guy should be replaced at this point by a true freshman, you don't know anything, and you're not a good fan. Well, it's obvious Trey and I agree with Coach Orgeron's statement today. If Miles Brennan's 100%, he's the quarterback. Now, let's keep in mind, they play at Auburn this Saturday, 2.30 kick on the Plains. Then there's an open date before Bama comes to Baton Rouge on November 14th. So Coach O was specifically asked, would they keep that in mind about whether or not Brennan played? He said, absolutely not. They're going to try to put the best team on the field to beat Auburn on Saturday and worry about something else down the road. So Brennan is scheduled to practice lightly today. He's going to get some work in on Monday be evaluated then he'll work on tuesday and i think we'd hear something later in the week but uh, i would say as of today finley's the starter but if brennan can get to 100 percent by saturday he'll be on the field according to coach orgeron lsu's two two and a half point favorite over auburn of course we'll get into that some of that later in the week i also have my lsu football weekly update podcast which will come out on Wednesday. That's brought to you by Tremonti's Meat and Seafood in Baton Rouge. Trey, one other college note before we move on. A, a unbelievably missed call in the Ole Miss football game a, against Auburn, and then they don't even review the re, would use replay to review it. Uh, Auburn, you know, everybody said the refs always cheated for Alabama over the years. Well, Auburn should have lost to Arkansas, but that was a blown call. And I don't know if it would have resulted in a direct loss uh, to Ole Miss this past weekend, but certainly it would have changed the game and perhaps the uh, outcome. Lane Kiffin issued a statement today that he got an explanation from the SEC office, but he couldn't relay it to the fans. And I think that's unfortunate. As of 5 p.m. Monday afternoon, the SEC has not released a statement about that awful call on the kickoff. That should have been an Ole Miss touchdown after an Auburn guy touched the ball and then it rolled into the end zone, clearly covered by an Ole Miss guy. Trey, I, I just boggles my mind that A, it wasn't reviewed, and B, I, you know, I get you, I get the ref missing it on the field, but that's why you have replay to correct sure. bad calls, and for them not to do that, that, that I, I'd like an explanation from the SEC as to why. They didn't review it. It's a, it was a scoring play, potentially. You know, I mean, that's well, just t- Tommy, that's not good for the SEC. Look, nine times out of ten, if there's a very poor call or a blatant missed call in an SEC game, it's in favor of Alabama or Auburn. Everybody knows that. And <laughs> everybody but fans of Alabama and Auburn will recognize that. And even honest fans of those two schools would have to – We could 
we could make a list 10 pages long off the top of our heads if we started right now. Uh, it's often been said that the SEC runs through the state of Alabama. I see nothing with the officiating that makes me disagree with that statement. Auburn is lucky they got wins over Ole Miss and Arkansas in games that they absolutely should have lost. Uh, again, it's a very strange year. It's a very strange football season. Expect more of it moving forward, Tommy. want to remind folks about Louisiana's ultimate haunted house, 13th Gate in Baton Rouge, brought to you by Jerry Lane Enterprises, 13thgate.com for tickets and information. Halloween's this Saturday, but the haunted house will be open uh, on selected nights through November 13th. Trey, let's talk about the World Series. Uh, day off on Monday here the 26th. Game six will be played Tuesday night. Dodgers lead three games to two. If game seven is necessary, it'll be on Wednesday. It's been a very exciting World Series. Some incredible performances at the plate on the mile. Walker Bueller of the Dodgers. I mean, that was just that was just an unbelievable performance that he had. Kershaw's two and zero in the World Series after struggling in the postseason. I, for one, have enjoyed the World Series tremendously. Dodgers, one win away from their first World Series title since 1988. Been a long time. Rays have never won a World Series title. I look forward to game six. It's been some really exciting baseball. MLB could not ask for any more, Tommy. They uh, they got a great matchup. The Dodgers are absolutely loaded. It's a brutal lineup from the hitting side. They've got great pitching. Tampa the word I use for Tampa, Tommy, is pesky. Those Rays are pesky. They scrap and they bring it all and they claw and they scratch and they fight. And they got a great bullpen. Four, five, six guys can throw in that 100-mile-an-hour range. Uh, Randy Arazarina setting records as a rookie. He has eight postseason home runs. He's in an elite group of athletes that have done that before. I know a lot about him because he came up in the Cardinal organization. He got a stint last fall when the Cardinals caught, you know, the late call up and he did very, very well traded for pitching in the off season. Uh, I was very sad about that, but I'm happy to see that young man performing very, very well. Even though I'm pulling for Tampa, I've greatly enjoyed this series, Tommy, just good baseball. They're, both of those teams are playing good baseball on the biggest stage at the biggest time of the year. Uh, congratulations for MLB. Yeah, they pulled it off. They wanted to get to a postseason. They will have a, a World Series champion. And, you know, before the season started, I picked the Dodgers to win it all because I thought they had the best team on paper, mainly because of the addition of Mookie Betts. Uh, before the series on Sports Show Stanley with Ronnie Rance, because of pitching, I picked the Rays to win in seven games. Obviously, my pick's still alive. We'll wait and see on that one. But uh, it's been a fun good world series i like both teams i like both managers i like players on both teams so i'm really indifferent uh, i made a pick because that's what we do sometimes trey blossman here on sports takes you got a couple of comments on the nfl and then we'll wrap things up it tommy everybody knows dak prescott got badly injured dallas cowboy quarterback from mississippi state a louisiana kid didn't come to lsu because lsu wouldn't didn't want him to play quarterback it Dak was right. He should have played quarterback. He's out for the year. The Cowboys in the offseason signed Andy Dalton, 
Dalton was playing yesterday in a game against Washington. He was hit with a vicious, what I'm going to say was a dirty hit by Washington linebacker John Bostic. The NFL says there's no fine on the play. I didn't see it yesterday. I heard about it. So I went back today and I watched that hit five or six times. It's filthy dirty. And not only should the NFL have levied a fine, but something else should have happened yesterday, Tommy, when that hit was made. Some of the Dallas players should have attacked Bostic. They should have gone after him physically. They should have beat him up. They should have bloodied him. They should have yanked off his helmet. There should have been a brawl on that football field. And there would have been one in the 70s or the 80s. The NFL is soft. Uh, I, I was shocked that there wasn't an on-field fight after that dirty hit. And I know the Cowboys have totally packed it in. There's no passion on that football team, or else we would have seen a brawl after that hit. I agree 100%. The Cowboys are a mess, and this just magnifies that. Uh, something should have even even in 2020, that, that 2020, that there should have been – somebody should have gotten his face. I mean, if not a brawl – you know, you got to take up for your guys. Somebody tried to say today on one of the national shows, well, you know, there's so many new guys on the Cowboys. That's bullshit. You're wearing a Cowboy uniform, you take up for your teammate, okay? Even if you just met him and you don't even know his last name, you take up for him in a situation like that as far as I'm concerned. In sports, there's nothing more important than teammates. And the Dallas Cowboys obviously don't recognize that. Now their coach comes out today and he can't believe that they didn't get any reaction. That's easy to say Monday. He should have been jumping people's tail on the sidelines when it happened. But, you know, it is what it is in the NFL. And uh, it's, 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 I, I agree with you. This guy, to, for the NFL to say that's not a fine, I mean, and other guys have gotten fined for far less. Far, way, far, far less. less. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the inconsistency is laughable. And another reason why the NFL will be a video game in not too long. But uh, anyway. All right, Trey Blossman, uh, we hope people enjoyed this episode of Spray Sports Takes. you have any comments as we wrap it up? Well, you know, uh, we mentioned that's the ugly side of the NFL. No fine on that hit. The good side of the NFL Great game last night between Seattle and Arizona. Kyler Murray and Russell Wilson, two of the best young quarterbacks in the league, putting on a show, 37-34 overtime win for Arizona. Tampa and Green Bay, both of the Bays, looked really good yesterday in the uh, NFC and the AFC, Kansas City and Pittsburgh. Uh, Baltimore sat the week out, but those teams looking mighty good. If you are inclined to tune into the NFL, those look to be the best teams at this point in time. And uh, New England laid an egg for the second game in a row, Tommy. They looked really good out of the gate with Cam Newton, but uh, they've, they've fallen to earth and look really bad. Going to be curious to see what Belichick does moving forward after the Patriots suffered their worst home loss in 18 years yesterday well and for those of you who like to wager on football trey has a pick in tonight's game he's got the bears plus six against the rams and don't forget this thursday we'll have ncaa and nfl picks from trey blossman we do that each and every thursday trey as always we appreciate it and uh we'll visit again later this week thank you tommy one final note that i didn't mention lsu coaching staff gets their first passing grade of the season for saturday's game I agree 100%. Thank you, Trey. Thank you, Tommy. 